Welcome to the Addiction Reset Podcast, where we share a method to overcome addiction and reset your life. Now, here are your hosts, James Pendleton and Amy Kasky. Hey, welcome to the Addiction Reset Podcast. We're glad you're joining us for our episode today. Today, we're going to talk about working hard and dive into what that looks like and a little bit into the journey that James and I have been on as we have embraced long distance running and the efforts that that has taken and how that has helped both of us in overcoming our addictions. So James, for our listeners that aren't aware, you are how many weeks out from what big event? And uh, just over four weeks out from a 100-mile run race called the Stagecoach 100 out in Flagstaff, Arizona. So, so we're going to the wire here. We're going to kind of treat this episode a little bit as an interviewing James fashion. Um, I'm going to be the lead in this discussion, and we're going to kind of dig into James's brain because a huge part of your overcoming your addiction was embracing hard physical feats, correct? And so as I thought about um, wanting to do this episode on hard, I think it was because I needed my own kick in the butt to remind myself that like I have to put in the hard work to get success. And I got off of the bandwagon of um, training for my marathon when COVID hit and when I got really sick and I'm having a hard time getting back on that wagon. And so I guess this episode is as much for me as for all of our listeners. But if you're listening today and you are struggling with getting back on whatever bandwagon, maybe it's um, overcoming your pornography addiction, maybe you fell off for whatever reason, um, James is going to kind of help guide us how this was key in helping him overcome his addiction. So let's just talk a little bit about your journey first. Um, Before we do that really quick, I I just want to put my two cents into like once you've I've experienced that as well and you're experiencing it now, starting a second, third, fourth time is almost harder than the first time to do something difficult, right? When you train for a race after you've gone through a long layoff for whatever reason, it's harder to get going again. If you started a diet, the first time the diet's easier than the second time or third time. And people that are struggling with pornography addiction experience that all the time, right? Because it's their 100, 200, 300 try, right? They, it's not like they haven't been trying. But the principles are still true and still exist that it just takes the effort to do that hard thing, even though it may get a little bit harder and harder to start over. It will, um, it will be hard no matter what. So you might as well choose to go down that hard path. It's like we lost. All right. Sorry about that pause. Connection cut out on us. So um, we'll fill in the gap of that as we edit this recording. 
But um, James, you were just saying about how it can be harder multiple times. And, and as I've been reflecting using the first step of our reset and I've been thinking about why does it feel harder? And I think it's because our brain remembers. It remembers the hard from the last time and, right. it, and it resists that discomfort that it knows it's heading for. And so you really have to you really have to dig in for sure, because it is it's hard to embrace that again. Um, and it's it's a little bit discouraging and you have to be careful not to focus on the gap because I was at 26 miles and it sucks being back at one mile one again. Right. So if you put yourself to, you know, weeks or months without any um, struggle with your addiction and then you feel like you're back at day one, that that's a tough discouragement to battle through. But I think when you get back to day one, you have to, you have to remind yourself, well, what was it that got me to the level I was at? And I think that's what we're talking about today. It's usually the work. Um, there's a, a quote, the book Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey. He gives a formula for momentum. And I think um, momentum's what I'm lacking right now and what I need to get back. And he said that momentum is focused intensity over time plus God equals momentum. And so when you put in the work and you give it time, then God blesses those efforts and then you build that momentum. But when you're first starting, that momentum's not there. And so you just have to keep putting your head down, putting in the work that you know will get you, you know, over time, that momentum that you need to keep going. And so I've got to just put in the work. Right. So that's why I was thinking back to the very beginning. Have you always been a runner? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't. I never liked running. I was a sports person. I played a lot of sports and played baseball growing up and played hockey in high school and college. But I, I never ran. In fact, you were the one that kind of got me into running. I mean, I had done some 5K and 10K races, but it was usually someone had got me into, you know, a race for a specific reason, but I never was a consistent runner. No. Right. And if I had asked you four or five years ago, do you think you'll ever run a hundred mile race? You, you would have probably said no. <laughs> no. Well, I'll, I'll still, I'll, I still might answer that. I don't know. Cause I'm in the process of it and my body is telling me I'm, I'm going to um, have some massive pain for sure. But, but I will say it's kind of interesting looking back. So I wasn't a runner probably three years ago when you asked me to go to train for an 18 mile race with you but previous to that i remember one time we had we were living out in here in arkansas and um i'd had a stressful week and i went on a 10 mile run which at that time was like i'd never even come close i think six miles was the longest i'd ever gone before that but it was more of like a stressful lot of frustration just like getting emotions out of my body and I remember thinking that was the hardest thing ever. And now every morning when I come home, my wife's like, hey, how far did you run? And I'm like, oh, just 12 miles today. And she's like, just 12 miles, which is super interesting to look back. Like that 10-mile run seemed like I was going to die and so hard and so long. And now a 10-mile run to me is is really not much at all. Anything less than a 10-mile run doesn't feel like I really ran that day is kind of how I am at this point. Right. So if you could look back and say, if you could point to one 
thing that has made the difference because you i i feel strongly you will finish your 100 miles i would bet like i would bet a lot of money on you that you will finish your 100 miles but even if you don't you've gotten you've already completed a 50 mile right and right. so what you say has been the thing that has gotten you from not really being a runner at all to running 50 plus miles if you could point to one thing that's contributed to your success what would you say that is um that's a that's a good tough question to, to do one thing um i have talked i don't know if i've talked a little bit at all on this podcast about kind of the underlying reasons why we turn to addictions like what in the past was it that kind of caused us to um turn to an addiction in the first place and maybe that's a future episode that we could talk about but i i've talked to uh, to individuals about it and it used to be I hated being vulnerable because I hated um, how I felt when people saw me differently than they um, than they thought I was normally. If that makes sense. So, like for instance, an example of this is like whenever in high school, you know, you're just joking around with your buddies, and like you would do like voice impressions, right? And nobody does good at voice impressions unless you have one friend that does the really good ones, but nobody really, but I would never, I would never be willing to do a voice impression because I didn't want um, to, I knew I was going to be poor right at it. And like, it was this weird thing that I couldn't really, I felt like my, my true self never actually came out and I would kind of, be made fun of, not really made fun of, just internally. And the same thing, like as silly as, and I'm, I'm getting to your answer your question, I promise. But even like when I played baseball, like I lived and breathed baseball growing up, you know that. But I hated how I looked in a uniform. I hated how the hat looked on my head. Like I'm this internal, I was worried what other people were thinking of me. And, and I really believe that that played into my addiction and how I hid from other people and pornography is great in secret. It just grows in secret, right? And that's kind of like this big thing that just kind of grew into something much bigger. Anyway, now I've found that what, like, what people think of me actually kind of drives me when they think I'm a little bit crazy. Where in the past it used to be the thing. Now that's why I'm so loud about pornography. I still talk to people about pornography and they think I'm crazy that I'm willing to talk at such a loud level about it. And the same thing goes with the running. I've found that like that kind of is my motivation. Like people think, wow, that guy's crazy. Like why would you run a hundred miles? And I think that same thing to myself sometimes, but it's kind of, I've allowed myself to um, enjoy people thinking of me a little bit differently and that's kind of the thing that that drives me to continue because i've learned that i actually like that guy that maybe people think that are a little bit weird and i think that's the case with hard things in general right i think sometimes we're nervous to start something new that's hard because it's different than everybody else is doing it a lot of times if you start a crazy diet you know people are gonna think you're weird for doing it. So then you kind of do it in secret. It's really hard to be successful at something when you do it in secret. And, but the, the hard thing, whatever it is that you're choosing to do, usually translates into um, some form 
of success. So I would say that that's the reason I continued to do it in the beginning. And now the reason that I do it is I get so much out of my runs through other things. Like I don't run to run. I run to give myself time to listen to great audiobooks, to great podcasts, to great content, to the conference talks and things to just get in my mind so that I'm a better human being when I get home from my run. And obviously I'm still competitive. I still like to do things and I push the limit because people think I'm crazy to do it. And I like to now be that crazy person. Nice. I like that. Um, I love, I wanted to hear what your reason was. And it's interesting. I love that. I love those reasons. Um, What, how that's driven you, what you have done and inspired me is what you've given um, to the focused intensity of what you do. And I believe that is a key part of why you've been successful. I've heard you say time and time again, like, I don't want to get up in the morning, you know, and I am like notorious snoozer. And my body requires a lot of sleep. We both have autoimmune um, type symptoms, um, different, manifest different. So I'm really good at giving myself the excuse that like your body needs the sleep, your body needs the rest. And you you do not let excuses get in the way of your working hard. Like you're just like, this is just what it is. This is what I have to do. And you don't overanalyze it. You just put in the work. Like you just get up and you just go, you know? And my husband is very similar when he attacks his things. And I realized over the last week and a half, which is why I want to talk about this, that that is something that has been lacking in some of the goals that I'm pursuing. And so I needed our listeners to hear and understand your journey and your your running because there is no way you would be where you were now if you didn't get up every day and put in the hard work, you know, like you can't just wish your way to a 50 mile race. Like there is just no other way than just pounding the pavement, increasing the miles, working hard day in and day out. Well, I think that the um, quote that you gave Dave Ramsey is, is right. That it's over time as well. Right. And I think that's actually another reason I, I like to go after these really ultra marathon runs, right. That are longer than your 26 mile run. Because there are crazy athletic people that could, without training, run a marathon. There's really not, I don't know of anybody that could run 50 miles without training, right? There, there is certain level, and especially, you know, a lot of people stick with half marathons and stuff, and that's great. I'm not saying anybody shouldn't. I'm just saying, like, you can technically do those things without putting in the hard work. And so I know for myself, if I just committed to running some of these shorter races that I would give myself a break, that I would take the breaks that I know I could, cause I could still compete the thing, complete the thing. What's crazy about the hundred mile, even though I ran that 50 mile race, like I've been training really hard. Like my body is screaming at me every day right now. And I am still super nervous that I'm not going to complete this crazy task. Right. And I think that that I really like it because I think that's a similar thing with addiction. Like, we're tired, we're beat down from it. But that, like, and you may, you always question whether you're going to overcome it. But doing that hard thing, doing the things necessary to overcome the addiction and live a better life is always going to be better. And it's funny that you brought up that you wanted this topic this week. I was just searching. I very rarely get on Facebook anymore, but I saw this post and I'll share it just because I feel like it fits really well with this. It's just in someone's 2021 planner they had written this it said marriage is hard divorce is hard so choose your hard 
or obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your hard. Being in debt is hard or being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your hard. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your hard. And I think that that is something that I think I've chosen to live by subconsciously over the last little, like getting up early is hard, but getting up early, getting up a little bit later and still being tired and then mad at myself for not getting up earlier is also hard. And I just have to choose which one, which one do I want to choose? It's hard to overcome a pornography addiction, but it's also going to be really hard if it and like if your marriage ends in divorce because of this lack of communication and you not being able to overcome this addiction, right? It's just a matter of what are we choosing? Like the great thing about our life here that um, I think we overlook a lot of times in the doctrine of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is agency. The whole idea, like everything that was is part of the plan all revolves around this idea of agency. And I think that sometimes we forget that. Like everyday choice, it's our choice. And life is going to be hard whether we choose the hard way or we choose the other hard way. We think it's going to be easy, right? We maybe choose the easy right now, but that could lead to a lot harder in the future. And it really does just come down to a choice of which hard are you going to choose. I love that you say that. I want to tell our listeners a little story. So I think I told in our last episode um, about being allergic to corn and going to be taking it off. And you just started the 75 day hard. And I started the 75 day hard minus the things that I'm not doing. (laughs) But the the things I'm doing are sticking super strict to my eating because that's my addiction. That's my addictive behavior. And I have never gone 75 days. And today we were going to the ice cream stand. Right. And so I decided corn, soy and extra sugary treats and your brain just starts like I didn't get that last ice cream before I was trying to get all like my last like my last piece right. of pizza my last I didn't get that last ice cream and we're going to the ice cream stand and it's gonna close and you know so your brain starts to be in like well you can have just that one like it's not a big deal right. and um, and this started like two days ago when I was like deciding we're gonna go to the park with this friend right and you know your your internal battle just like what you just said like you don't realize that that hard is there but that internal struggle is so hard like when you're letting that battle rage is so hard but then when you just choose like i just finally was like you're not going to do it like it's not worth it like if you choose to have one more ice cream cone before the stand open or before the stand closes that's fine it's your choice it's okay but it's your choice. And right. today, I don't choose that. That's not what I want to choose today. And I grabbed my RX bar and my water, and I, it's like it wasn't hard anymore. But the struggle till I made the choice was hard. And I've watched you, and you've just, you've made the choice. You plan out your runs. And so it's not like there's that daily choosing. You make the choice once, and then you just hold yourself accountable to that choice. And so I just want to, you know, conclude to our listeners. It is a choice. I t- I love that quote you just gave. That perfectly fits. Choose your hard, you know. But without hard, growth doesn't happen. And if you're intentional with that focused intensity and you compound it with time, God will bless those efforts, and you will gain momentum, and you will grow where you're wanting to go. 
if you don't choose your hard and the hard chooses you, it actually goes the opposite direction, right? That goes back to that compound effect that we've talked about. If you let the hard choose you and that multiplies over time and then God doesn't bless those efforts and the momentum actually takes you the other direction, right? Usually steering you away from where you're trying to go. And it's just been crazy, like three days in, four days in to the no corn, no soy, no sugar. And um, corn's really, really hard. So I'm I'm watching labels like a hawk, but I think I might have actually um, come in contact just to a trace of it in something yesterday, which is not, I'm not upset with myself when that happens, but I could feel it just that teeny little bit. And it was so powerful and down five pounds, you know, the, the energy you feel. And so then that's the momentum and that's just only four days in. And so I just challenge you to choose your heart, put your head down and just keep doing that focused intensity and give time a chance and trust that God will bless those efforts and that the momentum will gain, but you got to do it. You got to choose your heart. Don't let the heart choose you. Focus and choose your heart. And especially where addictions are concerned, that's where you're really going to start to see growth and see you being in control versus it, you know, being in control, whatever it is. So, yeah, and I just want to give one last piece of hope to those that, you know, sometimes. I guess what I'm saying, be grateful that you have the choice to choose hard things, right? And I know sometimes within addiction, it gets to that point where you feel like the choice is no longer yours. You don't have the choice. But I can say after 20 years of not feeling like I had the choice, I still was able to make that choice at some point on that March 24th, 2018, right? I made the choice to go to an addiction recovery meeting that kind of changed the course of my life, right? So even if it may not feel like you have a choice to choose a different kind of hard, you do. And I would just encourage you to be grateful that you have that choice to choose hard things and your life will become better when you do these hard things for a long time, especially if it's your, you're the one choosing the hard things um, the rewards um, may take a really long time, but you will see the reward at some point. Yeah. And with that note, we want to invite you to join us, do hard things with us, like comment, go to our um, addiction reset website, which is tell them again, the URL, the addiction reset.com. Yep. The addiction reset.com or our Instagram, the addiction reset, the addiction dot reset at, that is where I'm, I'm kind of doing a kind of diary right now with the 75 heart as well as my training. So if you're interested in that, again, that's addiction.reset on um, Instagram. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear you doing hard things too. And tell us your stories, how you overcame hard things um, by, by choosing what hard you were going to do. Um, in the future, we're going to have events where we do hard things together. We love building this community that's choosing their heart, not letting their heart choose them. So join with us, share this podcast with other people that could benefit from it. And we'll see you next time on our next episode. Thank you so much for joining us on the Addiction Reset Podcast. We are on a mission to change the conversation surrounding pornography. Our reset method will help those looking to overcome their addiction and transform their life. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at our website, theaddictionreset.com. Also, if you are interested in one-on-one coaching, 
email us at james at theaddictionreset.com or look for the coaching tab on our website. If you like what you heard today, subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know what you thought in the reviews. This will help our podcast reach more people. Remember, with the Reset Method, recovery is in your future.